Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Podcast. My name is Thomas, and sitting with me, as always, he's my bro, and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of the Broadcast. It is me, it is he, it is I, Alan of the Broadcast. Tom, how are you? Bro, I am going very well, and we're nearly at the end of what has been a really busy work week for myself and uh it's funny that we're already counting down and my job already counting down the school holidays and we've only been back at work for two weeks so yeah well yes uh, i would imagine that there's a lot of parentals out there would be very happy especially down here in australia that was very happy to send their kids back to school after the long christmas break um yeah um, me personally, I work at a school, uh, so for only two days now. So when uh, it was time to go back, I knew it was uh, it was going to be very interesting. Um, how about you? How are you feeling? How are you, uh, your young ones going? Feeling you going back to school? Well, this is the funny thing. I felt like the end of December was like never ending. Like that gap between yes. finishing work and New Year was like so long. But then, where the hell did January go? Like. I'd like, hold on, I remember New Year, Jan 1. Next minute I know it's Jan 10, Jan 15, Jan 20. I'm, I'm going back to work soon. I'm like, where the hell did the rest of January go? And other people I've spoken to all agree. Like, the whole Jan month just goes bang. And it's next thing, it's February, back at work, full time. And I think it's like, you know, I felt like I had a good break. I think the kids needed to get back to school, which has been great for them, because they were going stir crazy here. And I had completed my list of jobs and on the second cycle of activities like go to the park again let's go to the movies I'm like, daddy wants to just sit and have a coffee and not do anything but I think it's good for them to get back and it's good to see you once again for what should be a great episode for this month Yes, indeed. Uh, I've been looking forward to this uh, episode. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a fun for us as well too um, Yeah Let the good times roll well, guys, this will mark episode 150, and we were just talking off the mic like, what? How the hell did we get to 150? Well, that's crazy to hear. Unbelievable that we have done, we have hit 
150 mark. Good God, if this was the Fortnite Battle Pass, we'd be going really, really well now. Which I actually think I'm nearly at that, actually. But I, I sat down last night, and this is the problem. Once you do your dailies, you're like, okay, like everything else is just worth a thousand. Like, there's there's no point playing it now just to earn a thousand. And uh, I haven't checked it today, and I do know that Gerald, I think he has arrived. I haven't even loaded the game up, so I know with, with that being available, there's probably 16k quests that are probably there to get my battle stars up. But I worked out to have the, the whole battle pass complete, including the bonus rewards before the closing of this month. I need 225 battle stars. Yes. And I'm like, right, okay, let's get into Gerald and start earning some XP. And I'm, I'm on five at the moment. I'm like, yep, only 220 to go and I'll have everything complete. Well, I just streamed just before we did this, uh, guys. I did every single game uh, as LeBron James. And uh, um, it, it is funny enough, um, I actually did do most of the quests for Gerald. And uh, I think I've got one more to do, and I will have the skin. So I haven't mucked around tonight. And just probably give me a bit of a spoiler. Is it 16K per quest, or is it a bigger number? It's big. It's big, basically, yeah. Come on. It's 16, yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the things I've realised with Fortnite is that if you do, you know, those series of quests, it's worth, like, 42k, which is, like, half an entire level up. So if you get those massive one done, you know, it'll be not long until I actually can get this battle pass complete. Yep, that's right. So I um, have been doing it since the old days, so... um if I don't um, particularly get to the end of the battle part, I mean, I've collected everything, but if I don't get like to high numbers, I'm okay. It's mm. not the end of the world. Um, I've been, like I said, I've been playing for such a long time. Yeah, you do what you can. So, but it's kind of funny that, like, I don't know, I'm a bit disappointed in this level. Like, you know, some of the skins really aren't that worth me trying to get 225 battle stars. Like, some of the skins that are even the bright ones that are white. I'm never going to wear them because you'll be seen on the map. You know, you're better off being camouflaged, like something that's darker that you could use to hide, where you're not going to wear, like like the white Doom skin. I ain't going to wear that. Like there's some costume where it's like, that. yes, it looks visually stunning, but it doesn't make sense in a battle to wear that. And that's what I'm trying to explain to my son. How long till we get to the end? How long till we get all the stars? And I'm like, you probably won't even wear half these skins because you want to buy Iron Man or Spider-Man. So, you know, let me try. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. But I'm keen to check out Gerald. When we're actually done here, I might actually jump on and check it out. Excellent. Good luck. And uh, knowing you how you bloody play with your uh, toxic way of using balloons and being high up in the air and just um, – I don't know if anyone saw that tweet that Tom put up. I just wanted to clarify on that tweet that Tom put up a while ago on our socials, on our Twitter. That was not me playing because I'm in the bush uh, being a little campy bitch. Well, Tom is used to balloons and firing upon the common folk and getting dubs. What did I have the other day? I had the cloud. I had the lightning ball. I had the power ball. I had the balloon ability. And I had the gravity jump ability. 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm just God mode. So I just sat in the sky and I just waited, you know, just wait there. And you and I just love watching my little ants down the bottom there panicking, you know. Where's this and they're cutting down trees. Where is this guy? And I'm just up the top there, just waiting. You know, big purple hammer, cloud, just all powered up. Just what are you gonna do, little ant? And then when I'm ready, I just land down and just whoop and just <laughs> blow them up Victoriaal and just sit down and my taunt is just to have a pie, you know, eat my four and twenty pie. Sitting on oh, you, you got the lay you got the <laughs> yeah. laser you know, laser beam. Yep, that's lay, my that's my break. Aussie one and I use that one. I love that one. It is a uh when laser beam was first introduced into four and that skin was available, I jumped at that. Mm. Not, I, I jumped at the emote more than I actually jumped at the laser beam skin the skin. Well, my uh, son had about 450, I think, uh, V-Bucks left, and that emote come up, and he said, can I buy that? And I said, okay. And I think it cost him about 150, I think, or 200 for it, and he went up buying it. He goes, I love it. He's eating a 4 and 20 pie. I said, yeah, that's it's funny. <laughs> it's a real Aussie one. So It's a real Aussie one, indeed. All right, guys, before we kick into the greatest segment in podcasting history, we want to give a shout-out to not one but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. Interruption in progress. Now hijacking into ANS 2.0 immersion rig. Now simulating the amazing nerd show. Featuring comics. <laughs> and Batman's like, you're safe here and everything, but the Joker all of a sudden pulls out a gun and shoots himself. Movies. People fight with lightsabers. What the hell do you want? I mean, you're every. I mean, in every one of these movies, there's a lightsaber battle. Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm gonna rewatch it a million times. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Give me something more. Wrestling. That would be awesome. Oh my god. Just a monster. <laughs> Fans would be like, holy, what the hell's going on? What happened to Jericho? Horror. It starts off like any other like home invasion type of story, and then it just goes crazy. And more. Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Dan. And we are the Amazing Nerd Show. Make sure to download us on all your favorite podcast platforms. What's up, everybody? I am the patron state of podcasting, the Warden Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, you heard that right. And I'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. Me and my co-host, Vince Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Lead Showcase do a weekly recap where we cover Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage. We are on Pornhub, YouTube, and every audio platform you could think of and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week we've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts so if you want to have fun take your pants off put in your headphones pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device relax and just have a good time catch up on the week in wrestling in our own unique way come check us out you guys can find me at matt ritter that is at m-a-t-t-r-i-d-d-e-r on Twitter only there. You will get Linktree slash Smack and Raw. That'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as Pornhub. You guys can also check out Linktree slash Creation World. And that will get you the YouTube, the merchandise, and the Pornhub, as well as other great podcasts from Creation World, which is the banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. If you want to get everything in one shot, go to creationworld.com. There you'll find Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow if you're a fan of DC uh cw superhero stuff if you want to check out the smack and raw podcast if you want to check out our other show return to wrestling where me and my co-host travis go back in time and he forces me to sit down and watch old wcw nitros and pay-per-views and i have to suffer through hulk hogan repeatedly if that sounds like something that you think is fun 
come check that out as well. We also have a YouTube only show hosted by Vince called Spitter Swallow that you can find on our YouTube. We've got so much content for you. Dungeons After Dark as well. That episode two is coming. It is our most viewed episode on Pornhub. So if any of this sounds appealing to you, I can't wait to have you guys come follow us, listen to us and interact with all of you. Like I said, take your pants off, pull up, get comfortable and let's have a good time. All right, guys, we are back and it's now time for the greatest segment in podcasting history, in our opinion, it is the wonderful world we live in. All right, who would like to go first? If you wouldn't mind, I'll go first. You like to go first, do you? Mm. Yes. All right, enough. Sometimes uh, we just can't help it. Okay. I don't really want to have this conversation with you. Can Let's I talk to you on. about something that's been happening with me recently? Sure. <laughs> I'll call you later. We're on the, we're on the <laughs> call now. Yeah, but I can walk around with my phone and show you the issue. I don't want to talk to you about this. Do anyway. You see it? Do you no, see it? Man, okay, moving on. Michigan man says son six orders one K in food from Grubhub. Good lord. Now you and I are both parentals. Um I've got a son, you've got uh, a bit of both. You've got a son and a daughter and another son. So this is an interesting little story that I've been hearing around for a bit, but I'm um, just interesting to have how kids these days are so easy to jump onto technology and uh, or get what they need. So let's uh, find out more. Ch- uh, Chesterfield Township, Michigan. A Michigan man says he is left with a $1,000 bill when his six-year-old son ordered a variety of smorgasbord of food in the several restaurants last weekend, leading to a strings of unexpected deliveries and maybe a starring role in an ad campaign. Keith Stonehouse said the food piled up quickly as the Detroit area home of Saturday night after his son Madison used the cell phone to play a game before bed. He said the youngsters, instead of using um, his father's intended, intended to use his father's Grubhub, Grubhub account to order food from one restaurant from it after another. The boy's mother, Christine Stonehouse, told the Associated Press on Thursday that Grubhub has reached out to the family, offering them a $1,000 gift card. The company is also considering using the family as an online promotional campaign, she said. Grubhub has officially did not immediately respond to the message from the APC, a comment. Finishing up, I know there's more, sorry. Keith um, Stonehouse said he was also, he said when he he was alone with his son while his wife was at the movies with, um, at the movies, when Madison uh, ordered a jumbo shrimp salad, uh, jumbo shrimp salad, shawarma, chicken uh, pita sandwiches, chili cheese fries, and other foods that Grubhub deliveries after another delivered to the Chesterfield Township 
home. This was like something out of a Saturday Night Live skit, said uh, Keith uh, Stonehouse. He also added, I didn't really find it funny yet, but I can now laugh with people a little bit. It has a lot of, it was a lot of money and it kind of came out of nowhere. Keith Stonehouse said his son ordered the food from many different places that Chessbank sent him a, a fraud alert declining 439 order at the Happy Pizza. But Mr. Madison's 183 order of jumbo shrimp from the restaurant went through and arrived at the family's house. Stonehouse said uh, took the arrival of the first order of food uh, for him and realized what was going on. By the time, by that time, there was nothing he could do to stop the orders from coming. Kirsten Stonehouse told the AP that Madison extremely, is extremely intelligent and has been reading since he was two and a half years old. He is very smart, and she, she said, he's not your average six-year-old. She said that her husband used, uh, just used Grubhub, the app, on his phone to order dinner from, as she left, and probably left the app open. She said her son took the phone, hid it in the basement, and proceeded to order his feast. And there we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Let's go right up to the top of the story. From the Associated Press, Michigan man says son six ordered 1K in food from Grubhub. Thomas. I actually saw that story earlier today, and it brought back memories to how even with mobile devices, you know, where you have like, um, would you like to have your password, you know, every time you log into something or should it disappear after 15 minutes? I've known of people who don't have that option on their phone and kids have like bought things like V-Bucks, you know, using a mobile phone. Yep. I want V-Bucks or buying apps. You know, I know even one of our close friends had his son do that. He bought like 25 different apps but they were all paid apps like 449, 459, 999. Oh, that's a, I don't want it anymore. Delete, but they're spending real money. And I'm about to teach my kids around that too. If you ever see the dollar sign, we don't download those apps. We do the free ones. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I did see that story and that's crazy because I know it does happen, especially where, yeah, people don't use, uh, passwords anymore. They put their credit card details, save them in their iPhone. And if you don't, I love to use my fingerprint option because my finger is my own and the kids can't do it. And I don't even tell them you log in passwords because they would go, oh, dad won't notice, you know, $7.99 for a thousand V-Bucks. And I would because I'll be yes. checking those statements. So no, that's yes. crazy. Cray, cray, hey. Well, this one made me think of you because you love to do your streaming and you have yes. thought about adding some video to your streaming. Very this true. is our headline. Check this one out. Yes. Pet fish leaks owner's credit card data during live stream. Right. A Japanese gamer with nearly 100,000 subscribers on YouTube had his credit card compromised after his pet fish used it without his permission and revealed the secure data to viewers during a live stream. Known as Makarora, the live streamer's channel is popular because they use a handful of fish to play video games. Wondering how this works exactly? So are we. 
the YouTube have rigged up a system that allows their better fish to play Pokemon games on a Nintendo Switch. The fish tank is set up with sensors that act as buttons on the gaming device, according to a UPI. When the fish swim in front of front of one of the sensors, a webcam records the selection and sends the results to the game, which tells the character which way to move and how to make decisions, reported by Como News. During a previous attempt at playing Pokemon Sapphire, the fish beat the game and shared video the video gun in more than 450,000 views. However, while the fish played Pokemon Violet during a live stream, um, over a thousand hours of play, the game glitched and the Nintendo Switch defaulted to its home screen. A fish, however, kept its thing and inadvertently opened up the Nintendo eShop when it purchased $4 worth of points using its owner's credit card. Unfortunately, the credit card information was exposed to the live stream audience. A caption in a breakdown video of the event notes, this is the world's, f- the world's first shocking video of a pet fish making a purchase with its own owner's credit card. But that's just the beginning of the fishy exploits. In addition, the clever creature downloaded an app to play Nintendo 64 games. It then proceeded to, number one, spend reward currency on a new avatar, Number two, ask for a confirmation email from PayPal. And number three, change the username's account to Rawrawawa. Either the fish had some good luck or was a little devious because it turned off the Switch console before its owner even knew that it occurred. Well, they eventually found out. He contacted Nintendo and explained the situation and the company gave them a refund. Viewers appeared to enjoy the fish's shenanigans, and one person commented, "Sorry to hear about the fish going on a shopping spree. I hope it got a good. I hope it got a good talking to take responsibility about money spending." Comment, Sal. It just proves right there, ladies and gentlemen, in this planet right now, that we should never touch trust children, that we should never trust fish. That's unbelievable. That mm. um. Again, I've never heard that concept of using fish while playing games, especially playing Pokemon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I have a Switch, uh, um, as do you. Do you have a Switch, a Nintendo Switch? My kids do. We don't yeah. play it often. We're all focusing mainly. My oldest son, who loves Switch, is now a PC gamer. Yes. And my youngest son is just playing the PS4, PS5. Okay. Well, yes, yeah, so it's, I, I could totally understand it. It's very simple to, um, guide through the game and actually you know like through the console and you can actually have you know you've got to be very careful of what you put up on the screen that goes with any time you're streaming uh, like I, i'm uh, lately like i said before I, i've been doing every day this year your boy right here has been streaming um it, you know from bag from all the different rogues rogues company to overwatch 2 to fortnite to uno you name it i'm full guys i'm playing it but yeah you've just got to be incredibly careful of what mm. you are streaming at all times because the world can see it mm. well i might name drop the guy's youtube account guys it's m u t e k i m a r u that's M-U-T-E-K-I-M-A-R-U. What blew my mind is that the fish was aware and, like, oh, yeah. turned off the console. 
and I've got a fish upstairs and I reckon he's got a character to him because he, <laughs> my wife reckons he stalks me because I sit at, the, at my main kitchen table when I work from home and he'll go over to the tank and he'll just stare at me. Like he sits right on the corner and she said, he loves you. He just stares at you the whole time and I'll turn and he'll just be big eyes. And so I'll be on a webcam meeting. Then you'll see him come from the corner and he'll just sit there and he'll wait there and stare because I'm the only one that feeds him. And I, interact, uh, I I fish his tank and stuff, but he just follows me wherever I go. But it does make you think that like your pets are self-aware. Oh yes. And I and I've got my puppy just sitting over there right now, and I reckon you know he observes, they watch. Um, and I would just love to put a little camera on their head and just watch what they do during a day. Is it like Toy Story? They become self-aware and become alive. Like, does he open up the fridge, have a drink, walk around on on what two feet? Just completely blow our mind. Yeah, don't do that, man, because, um, I, I mean, I'm not stoned at this moment, but if I was stoned, that would scare the shit out of me right now. <laughs> that that our, our, our pets out there, um, like, sadly, I don't have any pets in this house that I'm li- currently living in, sadly, but hopefully one day soon, um, that would scare the shit mm. out of me. I'd be in the corner trying to bite my toe off just because I'm freaking out, the thinking that the goldfish is going to jump on my Twitch stream and leak me, um, leak me some V-Bucks. So uh, I don't need to be doing that right now, sir, please. You just sit in a plain white wall, white walled room, soundproof with no logos, <laughs> nothing, just just Nada. a plain wall. All right, guys, and that uh, is another edition of the wonderful world we live in. All right, guys, we are back. And before we announce uh, this wrestling companion for February, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh. We cry. We interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling. And we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms. And we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and and my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. All right, guys, we are back, and I'm still actually healing up from a scratch that I got from Norman the Cat last episode, so I am not going up to my attic. I'm going to leave him be, and that's what the the vet was saying, is sometimes when they're aggressive, just let them be. So I'm going to let Alan 
choose what will be our watch along episode for the early part here in February. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank God I do not need to go in that damn attic of yours and be ripped apart by the cat. Guys, we are going back to 2013. This is something that we have talked about for quite a while. I have a bit of a disdain of what this time was going on in 2013. We are going back to the Elimination Chamber of 2013, and we are going to have CM Punk take on The Rock for the WWE title, for the championship, for the spinner belt, the John Cena title. Basically, this match was happening here right now just purely to have Rock v. Cena one more time. Yes, and uh, about this show, this was also the year that I stopped watching wrestling. This is, I have no memory of this year, and since the network, you know, came out, I've actually gone back and watched it because this was the year I became a dad. Yes. I became a dad in the middle part of this year, but I actually have no memory of the Rumble, the Mania, anything like that. I know all I remember from the, the middle part was at one point Daniel Bryan won the championship and then Orton cashed in on him. And eventually by the end of this year, December of 2013, we had one championship because the main event of that year's TLC was Cena World Heavyweight Champion randy orton wwe champion and they merged them and then we actually had the wwe world heavyweight championship which we actually have covered guys we covered the mania 30 which was daniel bryan actually winning that world heavyweight championship but yeah i have no memory of this chamber event i went back and actually watched it on the network and i'm like what like some of the decisions like jack swagger winning a chamber match and getting a title shot against alberto del rio Yep. And I think this also had, I think, uh, Bruce's Clay was also on the card back at this time. Yes. But this was the real authority, I think, forming the PG era. And this is, again, the time I didn't watch. But, yeah, this is Punk Rock 2, uh, as it's a rematch yes. from the Royal Rumble, where The Rock, after 10 years away, uh, came back for some reason and won the world title. He had some time away from Hollywood and wanted to return, and he he claimed to the people, the people out there who are the uh, he claimed the people's champ that he he claimed that he was that he came home, mm. that he was never going to leave the WWE, and uh, it was a bold faced lie. Um, mm. Also, too, a shout out to another Twitch streamer and a podcaster by the name of Josh Robinson. He actually, on one of his streams just a few nights ago, did the showcase style of of the 2K uh, 2000 uh, sorry 2013, and actually was streaming this actual the Royal Rumble match and the Elimination Chamber match that he uh, was playing as The Rock. V uh, CM Punk. So shout out to you, sir. No, very nice. He's a really good fella, guys. And I actually think I'm going to add his promo after we do this watch along. I'll put on uh, the Wrestling Reverb podcast for Josh Robinson. He's based in Adelaide, so one of our neighboring states. He does some great content. But with that being said, Alan, could you uh, actually, all? how can people watch along? I'll explain it. If you go into the show notes of our actual show, if you click the link that's attached to that, it will actually take you either to our YouTube channel or it will actually take you to the Daily Motion clip, but it most likely will be YouTube depending if uh, if we can actually upload it because we've had a few issues, <laughs> haven't we, Alan, with the old YouTube? Uh, yeah, your boy right here, Tom, thinks it's uh, 
you, you're really going to be careful, man. You can't be posting stuff like that because it would be like you're going to get a strike on the channel and get a smack bottom. Nothing wrong with a little smack. <laughs> Moving on, I wish I regretted saying that. Let's just move on, hey? <laughs> All right, Alan. Give us the okay idea. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready. To, uh, by the way, segue right here before we start. The match does not strike start straight away. We are getting a WrestleMania uh, promo before the match. Uh, so bear with it, and then we can see the match. All right, guys, let's press play. In five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to turn this right down. Yeah, see, this is, I have no memory. I did watch the previous year, which was what, Rock versus Cena the first time. That was WrestleMania 28. But really, this was what a three year story because it started the year earlier. You know, when The Rock was the host of WrestleMania and what Miz was the champion and what successfully defended his title against John Cena in the main event, hell. In the main event. Yeah. Just, just, just say that again. Miz in the main event of WrestleMania. And he got the win. He got the yeah. W over Honhina. And I think the previous year he was in an opening tag match with uh, the Big Show. Yeah. Yeah, for the unified tag belts. Seven weeks from tonight, thank you, yeah. Mitchell Cole, Jerry Lawyer, and JBL the Bully. It's definitely a bucket list, hey, to one day experience a WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, if it happens. Mm. Uh, if, um, yeah. Like, I would uh, love, like, an all expenses trip, like, to win a comp and, like, go over to America. You get front row seats to actually watch a WrestleMania. That's a dream. Um, also, too, going back to the 2K13 uh, game that I I'd uh, watched the other night. The commentary for that game is Jerry Lawyer and JR. Really? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, so it's very interesting how they must have got them in the booth and gone, hey, um, come and do something. Well, I wonder if JR was on SmackDown, or maybe they were just doing a three-man booth like we just saw here. Maybe he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Here's a question. Did you watch that first match? Nope. Right. <laughs> and Vince McMahon is a face here or something, and you're like... Well, it's funny because, like, you know, you think of that championship reign, it was like 400-plus days, and that, that that almost seems like nothing when you think of Roman today. Yeah. Like, Roman's doubled that and at a little bit more. That story that we're witnessing right now on uh, on SmackDown and the WWE, of course, is just pure, just pure gold that we're mm. up in them hills. It's um, tugs at the heartstrings, and yeah, it's just very well done. And I'm well, very did your intrigued. did your son watch the ending of Royal Rumble with you? Sure did. Yeah, my little sure boy did. did too, and he's shouting, going, "Don't, Sammy." Don't do it. And I'm like, in my head, fucking hit him, hit him, hit him. But my son's like, don't. And he's on, he's on his knees begging. And I'm like, it's good. It's all right. He's going to hit him. And it's true. He did. We all yeah. could tell it. But again, come on, bro. Uh, Roman Reigns fell for the same thing. Mm. You know, you never trust a brother in right there, especially if you give them a steel chair. 
No, it's great storytelling. I also I kind of feel like they're in an awkward position at the moment because of the whole Cody thing. Like the fans are screaming for Sami Zayn reminds me of the year Batista won the Rumble. You know, back in 2014, they thought, oh, big movie star Batista, he'll come back as a face and we'll do Randy Orton and Batista. But the fans wanted Daniel to be the one to dethrone Randy. Yes. And it kind of feels like that now because it's like, hey, you guys love Cody, Cody versus Roman, but people are really behind Sammy. It's like, do you do triple threat at Mania? Can Sammy beat the, you know the tribal chief in Montreal. I hope not, and I don't think it will. It's not but then, happen. but then, what do you do? You know, does Sammy and Owens team back up and take on the Usos tag belts? I don't know because even the Usos are fractured. So, well, that's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm mainly thinking mm. um, that. Uh, sorry, pardon me. At WrestleMania, Owens and Zayn will team mm. and face the Usos, win the titles. I mean, it would be a nice little feel-good WrestleMania moment. Mm. And then, a week later, maybe on SmackDown, they drop the titles, and that's the end of that. Yeah, and I think it would be good, because that's the one thing they've never done together, is actually win the WWE tag belts. I, I mean, have they done, like, their previous indie times that you know of, if they've ever, like, owned the ROH? Show oh, yeah. Or, um, oh, yeah, they, they, that's, that's how they split. I think okay. after they lost the belts, that's when Owen turned heel. When the okay. scheme turned heel on him the first time, yeah. There we go. See if they could do it. That would be cool to see. And then we just saw the the promo there of the upcoming match here. Now it's for the uh, the spinner title, the Hon Cena title, and it's uh, Alan's favorite belt of all time. Don't you don't you say that horrible shit, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> don't you put that evil on me? Ricky Bobby, no, no, I hate this title so, so much. It's a toy. Yeah. But how crazy is this? <laughs> it always makes me laugh. Like, when we think, oh, yeah, they'll, the belt will probably stick around for a little bit. <clears throat> that belt's been around since, like, 05. And this is 2013 here. That belt's been around for eight years. For eight years, that has been your WWE championship. You're so blessed. Because it's crazy. Do you know what happened the night after, though? Tell me. They changed the belt. Yeah, it went to the big W, wasn't it? Yeah, so they called it, yeah, it was called the big, I think it was like the big logo or something they called it, the name for it. But that was, yeah, the night after Rock had a new belt, which just had the big WWE logo and had champion written in bold, in gold underneath. Yep. And then when Brock won the belt by, I think, the middle of the year or something like that, they changed it uh, to just say the big WWE symbol we know today. But yeah, this was the last time in this main event that you had, yeah, that's the spinner belt be defended. I mean, this is, yeah, it would be the very last time, wouldn't it? For like, mm. a very, it felt like pretty much forever. Mm. Uh, yeah, understandable. But yeah, walking around with the championship here, even though he's claiming he's champion. Well, did you see in that video package, it really was like two weeks worth of film, all that, all that they did? Yeah. Like to think the gap between a pay-per-view is usually three to four weeks. That footage they showed was only two Raws worth of footage. That didn't involve SmackDown because this was separate brand. So really for that month after winning the belt, The Rock, I don't think, even wrestled on Raw. Like he just wrestled at pay-per-views as champion. He came out, cut a promo, then got beat up by Punk and then went to the back. I Mm. love that um, Punk has been getting in the face of the referee and Justin Roberts by saying, 
you didn't announce me as the WWE champion. You should do that now. I will um, say, hearing Justin Roberts say CM Punk sounds cool, though. Oh, yeah, big time. It's, it takes us back to, um, was it last year? Um, mm. He's a short stint in AEW. I was going to say, takes us back to a simple time back then. It was a simple time back then. When the oh, well, you know, I wouldn't imagine it was um, a simple time back then, especially for Punk, dealing mm. with a bunch of um, rich youth and pieces of shit. How dare you? It's true, mate. The NWO of today. I'm, you, I'm not talking to you about that clip. Share it on our Twitter. But <laughs> yeah. I'm not watching that clip anymore. I watched it, and I'm like trying to counter, and I'm like, I... I, I I can't. There's nothing. I can't say anything. Hulk Hogan, Kenny Omega, the Bucks, Hall and Nash. Just leave it there, guys. <sighs> Damn it. And I'll say Brandon Cutler, that's Vincent. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Right there on the tee. A um, couple of rich boys making some money and making sure that the uh, the old guy came back and tried to enjoy wrestling. And they're like, do, do you like wrestling? Oh, okay. Um, but we're rich boys, and we got money, and yeah. I part of me thinks there was maybe even a bit of jealousy. You know, wait a minute, you're actually bringing in more money than we ever did. Thanks, but can you stop bringing in so much because you're earning it, and we we want some as well. Everyone's buying a CM Punk shirt and not a Buck shirt or an mm. Omega shirt. Could you not, please? Here's a question. But, Looking at a uh, Heyman standing here. Yes. Who would you say is your favorite person that he's managed? Of all time? I'm talking like NWA, WCW, and I say that because JBL does reference that. He references some names of the past, but who's someone that jumps out for you when you think of Paul Heyman or Paulie Dangerously? Who's been one of your favorite guys he's managed? Uh, the Wild Samoans back in the day. Ah, the SWAT uh, team. The SWAT, yeah. yeah, the Samoan SWAT team. Definitely them. Um, I would say the Dangerous Alliance. Nice. Uh, we're with Stone Cold Steve Austin, Larry Zavisco, Arn Anderson, Medusa. Rick Rude. Uh, Rick Rude, thank you. Mm. Um, that team, that unit. Um, it was for a brief time. I'm really bummed out they didn't use him more. Because wasn't he going to be, be part of Cesaro? He was, yeah. Yeah, Cesaro yeah. at one time was a Heyman guy, and it didn't go anywhere. Mm. Um, I think it's because, um, yeah, Cesaro got in the ring with Vince McMahon one time, and he fluffed his words, and that sort of led him to the uh, onto the wayside mm. of like, um, which I don't really blame Cesaro. You're in the in the ring with the boss, and you know you got to keep your shit together, but. Yeah, I think when Brock left on and off WWE for those gap years, they thought, well, what do we do? So they put him with CM Punk. They put him with Cesaro. And then eventually Roman Reigns now. But I would tell you, the Roman, or the Cesaro one was quite interesting because it was almost like he was a face and trying to do a face turn. Hmm. I did like these two together. I know it eventually did lead to a split where Brock did come back and he actually took on Punk at a SummerSlam. The the most effed up one time is when Paul Heyman passed away. Paul Bearer passed away. Mm, yeah. And Paul Bearer came out on Raw or SmackDown as Paul Bearer. Mm. And um, I remember then, that. I do. <laughs> then, and then they had the, the urn of um, Paul Bearer. 
and then CM Punk beat up the Undertaker, bludgeoned him over the head mm. with it, opened up the contents of the um, of the urn, and then tipped it all over himself. Mm-hmm. Well, that uh, actually happened this month, this year. Yeah, because that was the the WrestleMania where CM Punk took on the Undertaker in a really go. good matchup. But because remember, it was at that scene on the Raw where Taker does the kneel. They show Percy Pringle up on the screen, and then it cuts to CM Punk's theme song. And you're like, that's just like nuclear heat, like interrupting a guy that's just passed. You know, he's Taker showing respect, and here comes CM Punk to go, oh, sorry, did I interrupt something? Yep. Very cool. So we are 11 minutes into our uh, main event. We've had a lot of talky-talk bits. We've had a promo. We've had two promos for the WrestleMania, and we've got a... Tale of the tape of what happened between these two gentlemen and why they're here. And we're going to lock it up right now. And you look at it too, it really is a clash of styles. Oh, big time. Like you think of The Rock, someone that we grew up, you know, really watching, you know, the, well, I started, what we started watching, what, mid 98, you know, around yep. that timeline where Rock was, that would have been his biggest year. You know, he would the go corporate. on to become, you know, the corporate champion in November. I really didn't start watching CM Punk. I think it was around 2002, 2003, when he was in TNA. Mm -hmm. He was actually there with Mickey James and Raven. They were feuding there with him. Um, And I really didn't watch ROH because in Australia, guys, we had no streaming service for it. Um, I do remember it might have been Minotaur, which is like a pop culture store that we actually have here in Australia. And they actually had Ring of Honor DVDs, but they were like 65 bucks. Because like, I've been shipped over here, and I remember once seeing a promotion for, I think it was Punk versus Samoa Joe. And I know they had a series of matches, but that's one of the first times I watched one of them was just seeing it on YouTube and going, this who's CM Punk and watching what he was doing? And I'm like, oh, that's the guy from TNA. But it was almost like a whole different version. Like the, the ROH one was a lot different character. Um, you know, the Pepsi plunge, you know, the top rope pedigree was, I was like, what the hell? Because I love the pedigree. And seeing someone go off the top was a pretty crazy thing, but what a clash we have here. Yeah, looking at The Rock and how much he is built, because mm. this is during this time when the um, G.I. Joe uh, Retribution um, yeah, that's movie right. came out, yeah. and The Rock in the movie is known as Tank. Mm. And he is, in a way, He's built like a fucking tank in this movie. And if you look at him here next to CM Punk, he, they definitely, mm. like, Rocky Maivia right there is not the corporate champion that you and I watched back in 1998. This is, uh, he claims to be on his protein diet of and having his cheat days of pancakes and stuff like that. <laughs> I think he went to the Hulk Hogan um, Python school uh, just to help him get through the gym sometimes. Yeah, I know Joe Rogan took a couple of shots saying there's no way that someone could physically look like he does, even at his age, without taking some type of enhancement. And I think Rock did a just a quick little short video back to him, just saying, I'm not doing anything. People want to come and test me. You know, I'm, I don't think he actually said he doesn't want to get tested or something like that, but he was like, this is natural, and I just put in the hard work. But he really is completely different <laughs> to how we watched him growing up. Like, he looks nothing <laughs> like the guy that we watched, you know, back in those early 2000 timeline. Damn right. He mm. is. He's, he's, but again, when he stands, uh, Punk is quite a muscular guy as well, too. But then you've got Tank. 
mm. right there in the ring, pacing back and forth, wanting him back in the ring. And you're like, one of these things is not like the other. Mm. And talking about G.I. Joe 2, I actually never saw that movie. I think in a previous episode, long time ago, many episodes ago, guys, this is 150 for us. I think I spoiled the movie for you, and you got really shitty at me about it. <laughs> because, heads up, guys, this movie probably came out 10 years ago. Chenum Tatum, at the beginning of the movie, dies. And. What? Yes. Come on, Al. Yeah, see, well. And. <laughs> I Tank, forgot that, and now you've brought it back. And now Tank, uh, the rock, becomes the main character of the oh, movie. Okay. It's kind yeah. of like the whole Fast and Furious thing. It's like yes. there was talks of him replacing Vin Diesel, and then Vin Diesel and him had a falling out, and now Rock wants nothing to do with the movies. Yeah, pretty much. He just. I mean, he does the um, Hobson Shaw movie. Um, mm with uh, Jason Statham. Uh, I've not seen those that movie. Oh. I love that. And guys, there's our, there's our poster. Yep. <laughs> Nothing better than a wrestling... Oh, God, what, he took his head off. And it was a big goober as well. A big old wet... A big old yuck one. It came down... I'll just deep. clarify, guys. Goober means spit in Aussie, so... Yeah. You don't really need... it. Goobers no, no. Do you remember you made a big? We had a big argument, guys. Uh, go back and listen to our WrestleMania special, where we watched HBK versus Razor Ramon in the ladder match. And I say goober, and you just lose your shit for about four minutes, telling me to stop saying goober, mate. Well, okay, different time, different person than I was back then. Um, it's a year ago. Oh, I'm <laughs> new, new year, new me, all that type of trash and shit. Um, Oh, right in the eyes, right in I the eyes. I will say something, that guys. We do so much content, things just blend in <laughs> to itself. So yes. half the time I go, after 150 episodes, I'm like, oh, we've covered that show. Okay, maybe take that off the list. We've already done it. <laughs> we did that five years ago. Okay. We should just do that one time where you have no idea. It's like, oh, Al, we've already... Haven't we done this? Like, no, no, let's halfway do it, through. <laughs> And then you go, hang on. Why does this feel familiar? Well, uh, bro, it's because we've done this match. We've done mm. this show. There's been a few shows that I would like to go back and do. Like, what was it In Your House 1? I did by myself. I'd love to do that with you one day and watch that. Um, I think we covered Taker versus Kane from WrestleMania 14. I would love to do that WrestleMania too, because that's the one that had HBK and Stone Cold and I think it was um, what Rock and Shamrock and everything like that. For sure, definitely. Mm. You hear that? You got the women chanting "Let's go Rocky," and the men chanting "Let's go CM Punk" or "Let's go Punk." Yeah, that's the piped-in. Um, that's been sweetened. <laughs> no, it hasn't. It's been sweetened. Don't <laughs> even start, bro. You know it's been sweetened. It's like watching. Oh, that cringeworthy time it was this time last year where WWE were actually doing their old uh, video games. Um, oh yeah. Well, and the Thunderdome, too, just taping. Yeah. Because there's those yeah. things that I remember reading something about it, like if you actually buy a ticket to a WWE show, you're actually giving approval for you to be picked up on audio and video. Yep. So they just record you chanting and cheering, and they just make it as stock footage, and they can add it in. So like when SmackDown used to be pre-taped, and they would actually add in cheers for a face that was getting booed, 
and fans who were in the arena writing the results on, you know, eWrestling.com or something like that, they would say there was booze, but what you watch and hear on TV are piped in cheers from another SmackDown that was taken years ago. Yep. Because I right. saw someone tweeted something years ago, like they saw themselves on Raw, even though they were at home. But the shot from the, but the shot from the crowd was from footage from when they went to a raw like two years ago, and so they took a screenshot of themselves watching the show as it was live. So That's the crowd wild. shots aren't even live crowd shots, which is crazy. This actually is quite an athletic match. CM Punk is like showing off here now, showing he's got wrestling skills, but again, he's to to the rock here. He mm. is just. A big man. Well, it goes back to the old way. Like, how do you, you know, beat down a big guy? Is you target the limbs, you target his back, you target his feet, you squeeze out the life out of him. But yep. just looking at this match, I feel like I'm watching Fastlane 2017. But it's a lot longer. You know, we're talking about Owens Goldberg guys. Yeah. Mm. Where um, I don't really have that disdain for Goldberg as much anymore. Mm. I mean, yes, I've heard some horrible shit that he did back in the day in WCW. It was purely just being boys being boys and being the the bully that he was to uh, a couple of um, young young wrestlers. But then there is some good stuff he's done out there, like um, the kids that go crazy for him. Um, I saw a great video, actually, just today on Twitter with him having it. He and... Um, Big E having a discussion about. I've seen that one, yeah. yeah. And he goes, "You do because he, you know, twenty seconds out of Big E's life, he really, he met Goldberg and he mm. had a he had a picture signed by Bill Goldberg, and he said, you know, you took your time out just to be, you know, with my dad and sign this for us. Mm. Um, I think it just takes a Goldberg in time, into you know that he." Sort of had to go away, learn a new hold, and then return, and then that love was found. Mm. Um, yeah, he was he was, was just he was pushed to the moon so quick. Yes, and at that time, and you're making money. Are you going to say no? Fuck no. Like they're making shirts of you. They want you in movies. You know, it's in your best interest to just run with it, mm-hmm. because again, wrestling guys like pro wrestling isn't about being the best wrestler. Like it's a personality. You know, it, wrestling isn't just what you see in the ring. It's how you, you know, present yourself outside of the ring, how you present yourself on social media, people going into OnlyFans, people going on YouTube. Like, it isn't just the wrestler in the ring now. It's more than that. Yes. It's not about just the big dude or the small dude. There's so much diversity to it. Like, hardcore fans would know CM Punk. Non-hardcore fans would know The Rock. So people watching star. this match are watching The Rock wrestle to make up Rock Cena. We would have loved to have seen Punk, you know, win this match and take on Cena as a wrestling standpoint. But for marketing and money, you do Rock Cena too because they made so much money the previous year. God would have loved to have seen a triple threat. Like you keep this feud going and do that, um, which makes me think of what the, the year The Rock took on Stone Cold. I think it was Mania 15, and there was talks of Mankind going in that and doing Mankind Austin Rock. But then listening to Bruce Pritchard on you know something to wrestle with years ago, he said the plan was never to have Mankind in the title picture. The plan was always to do Rock Austin. Yep. So Mankind was just a temporary champion to fill that gap between January and March. 
which is the same thing with Owens Goldberg and also Punk Rock that we're seeing here. Definitely. Mm. I can't really recall in the last, like, was this the last time they actually think, did they learn from this, you know, that people hate this shit, you know, that they, um, checking his pulse. Well, I think, you you know, you go back to when Brock won the Rumble, was it last year, just to set up Brock Roman. It was almost like the waste of a Rumble because Brock went on to then win the championship at Elimination Chamber to then do the whole champ versus champ thing. Like, Brock didn't need the Rumble win if he already won the world title the next month. So it was almost like a waste of a Rumble. That's almost like the forgotten Rumble. Like, this one was awesome, both the men's and women's this year. Last year's was absolutely shithouse, and I'll probably never go back and watch that one. To see people like Kevin Owens, I don't know, like what Shane McMahon in there, it was just shit. It's terrible. Yeah, he fucked up a couple of spots, didn't the uh, old uh, uh, well, Shane, Shane McMahon? Well, Shane booked a lot of it too, and he got released yeah. like three days later. I don't remember last year's one. I remember the mm. year before, 2020. Yeah. Um, that one sticks out like a sore thumb for me because, again, that was the last pay-per-view before Oh, the, la- the last big one, yeah, because they did Chamber. That was with fans. But, yeah, the Rumble was one of the last, like, big four yeah. to actually have that, yeah. It's when COVID would hit the world and mm. maybe the Rock going for the people. No, went for the Rock bottom, spin around. Oh, shit. Great head yeah. kick. And how crazy to think that, too. Like, we're talking COVID 2020. Like, that's three full years ago. Yes. Like, how, like, we pushed this podcast through 2020, 2021, 2022. And there were times where I thought, like, are we ever going to be able to get back in person? And I think we've kind of found our footing, you know, doing it like this, yes. you know, in you know, the online format. And even people we've connected with, like, you know, the what is it, uh, the World Elite podcast, there's three of them, and they've actually never done it in person. Their entire podcast has been online because they live in different parts of the same city, but just for their own safety and convenience, everything's online now. Yeah, it's just how it is. We lived at a time where we were told to stay home. Mm. Don't leave your houses. Don't leave your homes. Um, This is what's best for you. And um, in this type of format, I, I do enjoy. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Look at this. CM Punk with a rock bottom on the announce table. It almost looked like a Sambu slam, that how he did it, like, uh... Would you just run back to the ring, start the Count Kyoto? But, isn't Rock champion here? So, part of Vince McMahon, he's, uh, would say, come back to CM Punk was, okay, I'll give you another shot, but we're going to make it more better for you. If the Rock gets DQ'd or counted out... He loses the WWE Championship. Ah, okay. Sounds stupid. <laughs> and Rock gets in at nine, and Alan just oh, goes, Ugh. "Predictable wrestling. We already know what we're seeing, and it's predictable. Nothing better than predictability." Yeah, but I would say even like you know, unpredictable. I couldn't pick this uh, the women's rumble winner this year. I didn't even pick Rhea on my list. I think both you and I were thinking Oscar. I think I was on the last minute when you messaged me going, "Hey, give us your who do you think's got the win?" Mm. And I immediately went. I was like, "Oh, 
Rhea? Rhea might get it. And I went, nah, go with the old fave. Go with Oscar. Hmm. And Oscar came down. She was the, the last, the, she was the last three. And she got eliminated, but it was, uh, her old gimmick return, mm. which was, uh, Kia was so good to see in return. Mm. It was the lioness face and then she takes it off and it's just got the blue and the lightning and, and the contacts in the eyes. I was like, uh, I have a bit of a boner. Yes. <laughs> I am very excited. Yes. Um, well, I, I hope that she wins at chamber because I would love to see Asuka versus Bianca. That yeah. would be awesome for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, I think you've, it, we've predicted it right there, guys. Yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley, very good to see her get the W on that one. Um, you know, Adelaide proud, mm. good on her. Strain proud. And it's what, uh, it's Rhea Charlotte too. Yes. Um, it won't be the Moni match that we heard at WrestleMania COVID. <laughs> Yes, because there was no fans in that arena. All we could hear was a lot of noise. Oh, it was a noise one. It was one of those matches you put on mute or just turn <laughs> it down and let your neighbors know, what are you doing in there? Oh, watching WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania season, guys. Uh-huh. You're just sitting Dirty. in your car. It's all fogging up. Dirty pervert. Look at these elbows. Look at this. He's doing what we all want to do. Just look at the, it reminds me of, think of what, what was it, Will Offspray. Just smash it, but he literally takes the whole pad off and just, I'm going to kill you, and just gleats <laughs> it with an elbow. Bruv, I'm going to kill you. That's what I'm going to do. That's how I'll wrestle now. Hey. There was one fella that he got a few years ago where he like nearly knocked him out cold, and then he dropped like six more behind his neck and then pinned him. Oh, hang on. Look out. Oh, rock bottom. Center of the ring. One, two, and three. He kicked out of that. See, that's almost like what? Like that's the finish. Like that's, that's the move. The, that's the move he won in multiple championships. That's the maneuver that put Stone Cold Steve Austin in retirement. Hmm. Mania nineteen. And, and he he kicks out of it. Hmm. Okay. Right. And it wasn't even like rock bottom roll away, then go for the pin. It was a pin straight after the rock bottom. But we must build the drama. Mm. Drama is key in wrestling. Heyman pleading. Yeah, who did you end up saying was your uh, your person for um, oh, Heyman? Oh, Keona down. Who did you end up saying was a Cesaro you liked, did you? Oh, no, I, I, they, I wanted that to... Oh, GTS. I really wanted more of that. Uh, Curtis mm. Axel at one time was great. Oh, I forgot that when he was IC champion. Yeah. Um, but I do enjoy the Roman. I mm. like him with Roman. Um, there was that brief little stint where he went back with Brock and it was a, they fooled us the whole time. You know, they, um, he went back to the Usos and sorry, he went back to the bloodline. See, I don't think that was even needed. Like, that was just, no, what? No. It was just smoke and mirrors, that. It was like, what? What are we doing? Whoa! Sorry, I was just doing Cody Rhodes' song when you said smoke yeah, and I, mirrors. Yeah, I paused for a second, then I thought, who's he referencing? Whoa! Ah, he just blew your mic then. <laughs> Did I? Sorry. Oh, GTS, this will be second attempt, misses it. There's a second ref outside, though. Oh, here we go. Look and at him. Flexing up, Al. He's flexing on that. 
Got to get dropped that people's elbow. Side guy down there with the red cap. He's there. He's down the bottom. Yeah, to the bottom right. Yeah, bottom right. Oh. Oh, nice. To to the heart of CM Punk. To the vegan heart of CM Punk. Is the ref in? And I think that's that's uh, Nicholas's dad. That's the Nicholas father, where his kid won the tag belt. Nicholas's father. Mm. There we go. Nicholas's father. That's his name. Father of Nicholas. Father of Nicholas. He can openly say his son's a former WWE tag team champion. And what are you doing there, ref? You got nothing going on. You nearly. Oh, okay. What the? He ref. What do you do? Okay. He went for the ankle. Oh, no. I think oh, Punk shit. did. Yeah, he went for the referee's ankle. God, he's loving these single head kicks, isn't he? Yeah. He's selling it. My ankle. <laughs> Do you remember that NXT referee? He's a guy that snapped his leg and it's facing the other way as he's still counting the pin. <laughs> bloody He's tr- a bloody oh, trooper. Shit. <clears throat> Talking about broken, what do you think of um, Donovan Dijak's finger? At the recent NXT Vengeance Day, just the left finger oh. facing that way. Yeah. It's, become, it's become an online meme and it's fantastic. That's crazy. For the best. So good, good on him though. It's uh, this shows that it's um, not just you know ballet. Mm. This shit's real. Look at this Heyman picking up the rock here. But uh, what's Heyman doing? He's a rock is a tank. Look Heyman. out! Oh, oh no! Down goes Yo. Heyman. Rock bottom. Send her up the ring. Where's the ref? Get Kyoto in. Get Kyoto in. Here's the original referee. One, two, three. Oh, look at Alan. You know what this means, don't you? Yep, that's We're right. We're getting Rock Cena too. Yeah, <laughs> we are so fortunate. Mm. We are so blessed. And it really was a passing of the torch, though, because I remember that shot, you know, when he actually eventually did lose to Cena, the uh, rampway shot. You know, yeah. giving him the belt and pointing to him like, this is your show now and I'm on my way. I'll come back at one of the uh, the Raw, um, what, what, what was it? Yeah, Raw um, 50 or something. When you yeah. need me to come back. 1,000, 1,000, yeah. I'll be there. Or Smackdown to, 1,000 or something like that, yeah. I'll be there to do a video package. I won't come, mm. in, I won't come in person. <laughs> pre-tape. I'll do a pre-tape. That's what I do best. I'm too busy out there making movies, bulking up. But don't worry, we've got another um, Rocky Johnson in NXT with his daughter kicking butt and taking names. Yeah, she's doing some great stuff. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting gimmick. I think, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere and not everyone loves every gimmick, but it's a starting point, like, you know, it just have to, you know, either don't watch it or, you know, don't complain. <laughs> if you don't watch it, don't yeah. complain about it. Yeah, that's right. Well, any comments on this one, Al? This big Hulk. Look at him. Look at him. He's hulking out like Hulk Hogan. There's veins popping out everywhere. He does, and remember when Hulk Hogan took on The Rock at WrestleMania mm. and how Hulkster looked huge mm. against... Rocky. This is Rock now has become the Hulkster. He's got the arms, he's got the legs, he's got the traps, he's got the neck. You know, this Rock here that we saw against Hogan, very different dude back then. Mm. And look at this, it's just, just like, it's just uh, 
This wasn't all organised and planned. This was not organised at all. <laughs> Look at this. They even got the tile on rock, and they've even got the tile behind Cena. Mm. Well, who knows, guys? Maybe next month we might watch it. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you watch that WrestleMania of 2013? I didn't watch it that year it happened, but I have gone back and watched it. I've kind of oh. skipped through most of it. I just wanted to watch the main event. I watched Punk it 10 versus, years later. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the one thing I remember from it. I'm going to stop my... Uh, there we go. I'm done. That's over. Yep. You know, Let's talk you, to the uh, people. Any closing comments, Al, before we finish up this month? Um, what an interesting choice that we um, we come before you, ladies and gentlemen, in doing of the Elimination Chamber 2013 Rock Punk 2 for the championship. I hope people enjoyed it. I enjoyed thoroughly going back to it. Uh, I just find it very interesting. Just, just the other night, um, watching old... Um, Josh playing this, Josh Robinson on his Twitch, actually doing the um, the showcase mm. mode and going, oh, okay, could be interesting. And then watching this, and we get to see CM, no, sorry, it was um, The Rock, Cena, two. So well, with place. that being uh, with that being said, guys, we want to give a shout out to not one but two great wrestling podcast. Check these guys out. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. And I know what you're thinking. Ugh, another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans beat up on WWE and AEW? Tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days. Enough! I'm just as sick of it as you are. And that's why I created the Apron Bump. The Apron Bump is about the journey, it's about nostalgia, it's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. It's about making wrestling fun again. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, tying together over six different promotions spanning four different decades. And everything is chronologically in a timeline to really allow myself and all you listeners to live through these eras while having a good time doing it. Whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW, we even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday, or as some may say, Bump Day, huh? Yeah? Go to ApronBump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. It's your friendly Australian power here, Josh Robinson from the Wrestling Reverb Podcast. You can join me and my co-host Kevin Carroll every week on Wrestling Reverb where we talk all things pro wrestling. You can listen to Wrestling Reverb anywhere you listen to podcasts including iTunes, Spotify and Anchor. And of course, Wrestling Reverb is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. 
These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit triumphchairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear develop blue light blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back, and we are at the tail end of our opening episode for the month of February. Uh, in regards to our podcast, you can download all episodes on Castro, CastBox, Podbean, Spotify, Apple iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also want to give a special shout-out to the Shining Wizards podcast. We've actually recently joined uh, the Shining Wizards Wrestling Network, which was uh, they sent us a message the other day and said, look, guys, we've been following your content for years we've been sharing promos together why don't you come and actually join our network so there will be some stuff coming out from them in the next coming weeks there's some great content there guys i think they've been going around for nearly 10 and a half years podcasting so you think of how the wrestling game has really changed in the last decade so shout out there to the shining wizards wrestling podcast um al where can people find you if you are interested in following me on the the twitch channel guys i have just recently changed my name it is at uh is ttv roscoe bosco 84 uh it's twitch tv that's where you can find me on there uh i have a linkedin as well too so it goes to all my socials you can still find me on the old twitter that's uh alan ross tbk um i'm on the tiktok as well too if you guys enjoy um videos and tiktoks most of my videos lately have been sort of focusing on mental health and uh staying strong uh other videos are just purely just funny shit that i think i find funny and then other people find funny as well that's where you can find me um i think that's it yeah and also check out his tiktok too because he also does the dances you like to do the dances as well don't you the those things i don't do the dances man I do oh. my own content. It's a fellow yeah. that looks like you then that I follow. He looks like you. You don't have a TikTok, Tom. No, I do a trial account. No, you don't. You don't. You're, right. a, you're, you're a damn liar. You're a dirty <laughs> rotten liar. And you know you're a dirty rotten liar. It's disgusting. You should just put your head down. It's shameful. Shameful behavior. Well, on that aggressive note, I guess it's we reached the end, hey? You're still here, are you? Well, okay. Well, I'll finish it up or? I'm, I'm about to hit, um, 
the expert in this conversation. Well, let's finish it. Well, in closing note, I love you as a brother. And thank you once again for joining me for what episode 150 of Australia's, I would say, greatest podcast. It's the love season, I just remembered. Valentine's Day is popping up, L. Yep. And get with your, that, get your VD cl- cream. No, 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 no. Get your but, VD cream. Get your va- get that cream. No, I got a quote for you. A love quote. You ready? No. Here we go. Loved you yesterday. Love you still. Always have, and always will. Beautiful. Say some back or beautiful. Very nice. What's your quote? Uh, my love for you is like di- a diarrhea. It's always overflowing. And on that note, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment it's funny that hearing stephanie talking about having a prince albert well against prince albert isn't it true that stephanie has prince albert i don't think so what she got the the bottom pierced what are you talking about what are you talking about where did you hear this what did you bring on it up the for? wrestling chats on reddit did you no something i read on twitter you're, you just said it. I didn't say nothing. What's wrong with you? You're terrible, Al. You're this terrible. Is true, she's got the purse out, yeah. Why did you say it? I t- what? Oh.